Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your Sleep Number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Special Edition Smart Bed, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends Monday. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. Everyone is is so different and, you know, people have a lot going on in their lives and, and different interests and and so on. You know, my, my advice really for, for dads, you know, raising daughters and or sons is is to be present, you know, and I, I know we hear that a lot, but, um, you know, it's 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 fully engaging and making sure you're, you're present and in all ways. Um, it's you know, it's trying to relate to the different interests and feelings your, your children have, right? Hello, and welcome to the Parentologist Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Kim. The Parentologist Podcast is a show about everything parenting with a therapeutic twist. I have a doctorate in psychology and am a licensed marriage and family therapist, a registered play therapist, university professor, writer, and mom of two. Each episode of the Parentologist Podcast focuses on a variety of topics related to parenting, family, children, and mental health. I'm glad you're here. On today's episode, we have Damon Darienzo, who is a blogger and a speaker who has been publicly sharing his perspectives on single parenting since 2019. His goal is to provide single parents with the resources, guidance, and inspiration that they can use to find happiness in their own unique lives. Damon was raised in Rochester, New York as the oldest of six children. He is a Navy veteran who currently owns and operates an Amazon package delivery company in Boston, Massachusetts, where he lives with his daughter. Damon, thank you so so much for being here today. Hey, Kim. Uh, thank you so much for having me, and uh, I'm happy to, to be a part of this. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, I had reached out to you. We had met actually in person for the first time about, what, one or two months ago at a conference, and I was just really compelled by your story. And with Father's Day, um, you know, this week, and I wanted to, uh, you know, just have you come on the show and tell everyone your story and talk more about single parenting for our Father's Day episode. I don't have many dads on here very often, but um, like I said, I was really compelled by your story. So I'm really glad you're here to share with us today. Um, so, I mean, let's just kick it off. Um, you've been a single dad for 10 years. Um, I would love for you, because I don't even know if I know your whole story. So I would love for you to share a little bit of your story with us and where you were 10 years ago and and how you got to where you are today. Yeah. So, um, a little bit about my history. I mean, you gave a little bit of that in my bio, but um, I had recently moved to uh, Boston from from New York, and um, uh, after getting here and starting a new job, um, I was single at the time, and so I, I started dating. And uh, the the whole parenting journey really started with um, an unexpected pregnancy with the woman I was dating for about a year, and you know continued to date her, right? Um, you know, I wanted to determine if it was, you know, long-term capable. And ultimately I decided it, it wasn't. And I ended the relationship when my daughter was two. Um, so I've been a single parent, you know, slash co-parent uh, for about 10 years now. Um, and I, wa- I want to, you know, just make point out something which I think is important. Um, I had, when this, when, when this was ongoing, I was in this relationship and uh, I found out she was pregnant. I consciously decided to 
separate the relationship and the parenting. And what I mean by that is I didn't feel obligated to the relationship because we had a child together. So I treated it like I would any other relationship, right? You know, giving it some time, um, you know, to see if we were, you know, ultimately compatible and able to be together long term. Um, and ultimately, the the relationship didn't work out, and so uh, you know, it was a it was a jump right into single parenting, not knowing much about it. Right, right, and that's a, that's a pretty big jump, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I commend you for. I mean, I, I love that you said that you separated the relationship from the parenting. Uh, I think a lot of people don't do that um, when it comes to relationship. It's all blended together, and it becomes very convoluted. And the the way that you were able to separate that and dedicate time to find if the relationship was going to work, and then also dedicate time to your daughter. Uh, again, it's just very commendable that that you were to do that. And and that you're obviously still so very present, and you have been since the moment she was born, you know, in her life. So, um, and, and we'll talk about co-parenting is, is in a little bit, you know, we'll get into some of that. But I want to talk about the single parenting aspect, because, you know, every time that you're with her, you know, it's just you and just her. So, I, you know, I like to, you know, for people that don't know what single parenting is is all about, if they've never experienced it, sometimes it's hard to put themselves into someone else's shoes. So would you try to share something with us that people don't know about being a single parent? I think people have a lot of um, maybe biases or, um, you know, they have an idea of what they think it's like. But what do people don't know about being a single parent that you can share with us? Yeah, so it, it's obviously a great question and very relevant to what, to what we're talking about, you know. And and I, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but but it kind of jumped in my head now. Is um, you know, there are different interpretations on what it means to be a single parent, right, or, or carry that that uh, that moniker, um, you know. And I've had n- numerous conversations over over the past few years um, about you know, single parent versus co-parent. Uh, versus solo parent, um, you know, some people uh, do it all on their own. Um, you know, they're full time working parents, and, and they don't have uh, you know any support from from the other parent. Um, some are like myself. Um, you know, I, I'm a single parent, but you know, I'm also a co parent, and uh, you know, time is split. You know, the daughter splits time between between households. Um, and so, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, I look at it as, as being a parent. And in my particular situation, it's basically me on my own, right? I don't have somebody else in my household helping me, you know, raise my child or, or take care of what I need to when, when she's with me. So right. that's, that's kind of how I, I view it. Um, you know, anyone that's a parent, you know, I, I could say, you know, it's, it's hard right? It's exhausting, right? But but all parents would probably say that, right? Even even parents in a, in a two-parent household, right? Um, right. So everyone knows that already. Um, but, but I wanted to mention it because, you know, I feel it too. Um, sure. And, you know, I, I think it, things people don't know, um, I would say uh, loneliness. Mm-hmm. Um you know, there, there are a lot of sacrifices that a single parent makes, or at least I have made, right? There's just so much to keep up with, and it's and it's one person. Um, I feel like most people think the parenting is hard, um, but it's, it's, it's the taking care of the household on one's own. It's almost like being single is harder than the parenting portion of it. Right. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I feel like, 
you know, the days that I don't have her with me, I'm either catching up on chores or sleep, right? Um, but a yeah. lot of it is just that it's the it's managing the day to day, and you know, and uh, you're you're just on your own, and now you're throwing it's it's hard enough as it is, and now you throw parenting on top of that, and it, it's hard to, to to manage all that time. Um, but right. on the on the positive side. Um, you know, what some people might not know is, you know, there's this really deep connection that you can build because you're you're one on one. Right. And you know, my situation, I have one child, so it's one on one. But I mean, you know, one on one parent with their children. Right. And you can really build a lot of good things uh, out of that time. And so I, I really enjoy that about my situation. Exactly. And, you know, and I actually promote that a lot in, in my practice, you know, when parents ask for advice on how to connect with their children. And let's say they, whether they have one or multiple children in the home, uh, I, I always recommend for them to take one on one time with each child, you know, um, yes. because it just, there's, there's so much connection that can be made, uh, even just with a 30 minute run to the park or to get some frozen yogurt or something real quick. Um, if it's just with that one parent and that one child, you know, with no one else, yes. and it just makes such a huge difference. Even I've noticed in behavior, uh, you know, the attachment between parent and child, I mean, there's so many benefits to that. So, um, so that, you know, obviously you mentioned loneliness, um, you know, the, the sacrifice, what are some other challenges that you find as a single, as a single dad? Yeah, I would say, um, managing relationships, right? So finding time for family, friends, romance, you know, having a social life, it's, um, you know, having to make also, you know, having to make choices between advancing one's career, right. And, and being a better parent, right. I, you know, there, there've been times where I feel like I can't do both, right. Because, right. you know, typically if, if, if you're looking to make strides in your, your professional life, you're working longer hours, you're moving jobs, you're, you know, you're moving around and that takes a lot of time and energy and, uh, you know, stress to manage. Um, and, on the, you know, the parenting side, it's, it's really about being more involved and being present. And in a single parent situation, at least, at least like it is my own, there's a, there's a lot of driving back and forth between households, right? I live in a big city, so traffic is an issue with a ton of time in the car, right? So, right. you know, there's, there's sacrifices that, that need, need to be made, right? It's having to make those, those choice, those choices, which are difficult sometimes, um, and I can imagine it's 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 harder than people think for those who are really driven by you know their own successes, um, you know. And you know, I've kind of you know erred on the side of you know my being a better parent than than you know advancing in my career, but that's still really important to me because it means I make more money, which I need to pay child support and. You know, at the beginning of all this, you know, financially things were very challenging for me, and that that existed for a while because it was it was just a grind to try to learn how to, you know, operate and function as a single parent and and make all this work when it's it's just yourself and you know in my situation as the as the payer of child support, there's just that that extra burden I have, and so right. um, it's so it's you know it's and it's and it's energy limits too, right? It's it's, it's a lot goes into this and it's, it's the, it's trying to balancing it all and, and the planning and, um, you know, so right. those like are kind imagine of the, the, the financial, the, the mental, you know, um, 
almost you know burden, if you will, but the mental, the financial, the emotional, the social. I mean, it's yep. you're yep. getting hit from the lens, right? Absolutely. <laughs> So, well, so that leads me to my next question, because I know even for me as a parent, you know, sometimes it's, you know, it's hard for me to, as a working parent, especially trying to find help, especially when it comes to, let's say, child care or any type of just support, even if it's just mental or emotional support, like you said, making time for myself and maybe doing some self-care and going out with friends, you know, some girlfriends just to, you know, blow off some steam or whatever. So, you know, in your situation, and I know she's not with you at all times, so you might have some of those um, times when she's not with you to, to do some of these things. But how do you find outside support since you don't have someone in your home to help you with your daughter? So let's say when she is with you, how do you find that? I mean, do you have relatives, neighbors, community members? I mean, who do you lean on and how do you get support during those times when you need it the most? Yeah. So, um, you know, I, to be honest, I, I I don't really have the outside support, and again, that's you know that's unique to my situation. So you know, I don't have any local family, right? Again, I haven't been in a relationship. Um, you know, I'll have a a friend come over to help me, you know, move a heavy piece of furniture, you know, but I'm I'm not necessarily getting a lot of volunteers, and I think a lot of that is because you know people just don't understand you know, my, my limitations, right. As, as being a single parent. Right. So again, and I have a great friend network, but you know, when you're, when, you know, all my friends are, you know, around this age, we're all parenting and we're all kind of busy in our own lives. Right. So it's, it's hard to, it's hard to find that. And, you know, I don't necessarily, you know, this is a, as a generalization, but you know, my, you know, my buddies aren't, you know, Hey, let me come over and, you know, hang out with you and your daughter. Right. And, um, you know, so yeah. I'll ask, I'll ask when I, when I can, and when I really need something, but, but my support is what I self-create, right? So what I mean by that is I have to make sacrifices to free up time for my single parenting obligations, right? So, so that's my support. It's, it's managing my time effectively. Um, you know, and, and yes, for me, it's been, been hard, you know, um, but I knew I needed to make these sacrifices because it was the right thing to do in order to be the best possible parent for her. And frankly, that just gave me the, the right level of motivation just to figure out how I start getting it all done, you know, and, um, you know, I try to get caught up when, when she's visiting with her mother, um, you know, and I have, I have friends who are single parents, you know, full time working single parents and, I always, you know, look at them and I'm like, how do you do it? Right. Cause I, right. I'm barely doing it on my own. And, you know, I, I have that support. So, you know, and again, in a co-parenting situation, you have support, right. Um, sure. you know, because, you know, you, you share those responsibilities. Um, but it's, it's always going to be different and harder for someone who's, who's full time. And I hope in their situations, they have, you know, family and friends who, who can help because it's, it's critical for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, speaking of that, and I know you said that a lot of times, you know, you cultivate your own type of support system, even with it, if it's in within yourself and the choices you make, the sacrifices you make, et cetera. So as a, you know, mental health therapist, you know, I'm always curious how people cope under stressful circumstances, how people cope when things do get tough. So, you know, on the times in the days that things are harder, um, how have you coped with the pressures and struggles of single parenting? Yep. So it's, it's been a learning experience and, um, 
I, I feel like it's almost as if the coping never ends, um, but but it but it does get easier. And you know, like anything, you know, when you have practice, you know, and experience, you you figure out how to deal, how to cope better. Um, you know, writing about my experiences and sharing my perspective as a blogger has been a good outlet for me. You know, supporting others and and, and getting support back. Um, from, from those who, you know, are interested in what I have to say provides me a lot of inspiration. Um, but again, it, it's something I'm always dealing with, you know, and I'll be honest, you know, when, when this all began, I was so overwhelmed. Um, you know, there was, you know, going to court and changing jobs and again, still learning how to be a, a good parent, you know, that, um, I, I really struggled and I went on anti-anxiety medication. I, I wasn't sleeping, um, and I felt that it was something I, I needed to do after having a conversation with, with my doctor. Um, so that was really early into the transition. I, I, I admit I struggled, you know, the adjusting to everything and the emotions of getting over relationship, right. And going through court, uh, you know, spending a lot of money. It was, it was really hard. Um, sure. but, but I, but I'm confident in, the, in that decision and that, that it was right for me. And, you know, it's just something that, I think I just have accepted that I will always be be working on that because there's always new challenges that present themselves in in this um, type of situation. Of course, of course, you know, and I and and I think sometimes too, you know, we talk about this, you know, with I, I've talked this on the on the show before and, and in my blog and and so forth that you know when it comes to self care as a parent, it doesn't have to be something grandiose, you know, it doesn't have to be you know a day at the spa or you know going right. on a weekend trip just to get your mind clear. It can be micro self practices that you do during the day of just some deep breathing while you're driving her to and from school or. You know, um, while you're doing the dishes and you you're listening to some classical music while you're you know cleaning the house or I don't know, but you can multitask and self care and do some um, meditation and things like that even throughout your day and sneak in you know getting fresh air breaks and maybe even a walk around the you know uh, the neighborhood or you know just around the block just to kind of get a little bit of exercise. So I just want to remind parents out there as we're talking about this that there will be tough days. And you will get through them and, you know, to, to, to find those, those micro coping skills to help you get through the day um, is, is really where it's at. You know, it doesn't have to be something where your life has to stop and you have to just focus on self-care. You can incorporate it throughout the day. Do you feel like you, you're able to do that too sometimes? I, I do. And now that, now that you said that, you know, what, what I realize is again, like I, I said, you know, I've, I've made sacrifices in, in, you know, my social life and, and I enjoy those things. And I, you know, sometimes we, we get away from it, you know, and I, I, I don't visit with friends and it goes months and I don't really miss it, but then I do it. And I'm like, wow, like this was so great, you know? Um, but I think again, and I never really thought about this as a coping, me coping mechanism, but for me, a lot of the time it's doing nothing. Right. It's yes. sitting on the couch, um, you know, uh, flipping through channels, you know, uh, you know, on my phone. Right. And I, I don't do it excessively, but it's just a, it's a it's a break. Right. It's because, right. you know, the other 23 and a, you know, a half hours, I mean, I was include sleep in there, but it's constantly, <laughs> you know, doing something with work or parenting or the house. Right. And so. Um, I've had to build in more of that, that downtime. And again, it, it comes at the expense of other things, but for me, again, it's just seemed to be the right, right thing to help me through this. 
Exactly. I love, I mean, to me, that actually helps too. I love kind of just vegging out sometimes and not really thinking or doing anything. Um, that does actually kind of regulate me to a, to a normal state. Um, and again, like you said, you can't do it all the time and, you know, to sit there all day wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily be the healthiest thing either, but, but to do it once in a while, I, oh, it's just, it's, it's great just to kind of feel like no one needs you. <laughs> no one's asking for you. You can just kind of be, you know, and you don't really have to do anything. So I'm glad you mentioned that. All right. So I'm going to throw some tough ones at you. So let's talk a little bit about dating. Um, I know you mentioned that, you know, that a lot of the uh, people that follow you on social media, uh, probably a lot of the readers that, um, you know, that follow you on your blog um, are moms and or women. And as a single dad, I can imagine you get hit on all the time. I don't know if that's true, but that's just my, you know, impression or assumption. Sure. So, you know, do you get hit on all the time, especially from, you know, people that, that, you know, hear your story and feel like they know you and or in real life? I mean, do you are you at a place that you might start dating soon or is that even on your radar or, or how do you deal with all of that? Yeah, so dating's dating's complicated, um, but but and everyone wants everyone wants answers. Um and and advice, right? And I, I get this. I, I get asked this question more more than any other. It's 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 what people want me to to talk about. Um, and I've been kind of pulling some ideas together, um, but I <laughs> but I struggle with it. I, I don't, you know. It's um, I, you know, I've been, you know, I've 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 dated a little bit in the last ten years. Um, I, I had kind of one serious relationship, and it, it ended up being, um. A, a really bad relation, dysfunctional relationship. And I kind of, kind of gave up on it after that a little bit. Um, sure. You know, it, you know, and so people ask, you know, you know, does it work? You know, does it not work? You know, and I kind of laugh inside because a part of me wants to say, you know, it doesn't work. Like, you know, it's impossible to date as a, as a single parent, but that's a, a bit of an exaggeration. You know, I, I, this, 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 we, you know, we could go on a, a separate topic around, online dating, you know, because as a single parent, I don't get out as much. And, you know, especially if I look back at the last couple of years with COVID, I mean, you know, no, nobody was getting out. And oh, right. so, so how do you meet people? And, and, you know, online dating is what it is now. It's been around for so long. It's the, it's the de facto, you know, choice of how, how you meet people. And I've never been a fan because I just don't like the way it, it, you, you meet people while they're talking to other people at the same time. Right. Right. So, I've made a choice not to do it myself, but yeah, I, you know, I do get, you know, um, interested people, you know, contacting me through my blog, um, you know, um, you know, flattering me, you know, and, and asking if I, if I'm available and I, I don't entertain any of that, um, just because that's, that's where I am in, in my life right now. Um, but, you know, backing up a little bit, um, you, you know, I chose to deprioritize dating initially and focus on being a good dad and, and, and on the time I had raising my young daughter because I knew these were the prime years for her and I to be together and enjoy each other. And so I wanted to totally take advantage of that. You know, so I put other things like dating on the back burner, um, you know, because I, I had her, right? And I, I, I felt like, you might find this interesting. I, 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 and I'm not sure it'll resonate with, with everyone, but I felt like I didn't need to date because I had so much love for my daughter that, that part of me felt whole. 
mm-hmm. right? Or, or, or close enough to full, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and granted, sure, I, I miss the adult companionship and the intimacy, right? But I had that unconditional love, right? And right. It, it, I just didn't miss it. I mean, I mean, so being straight up honest, I didn't, I didn't miss it. I didn't think of it. I just, I would focus on what I needed to do in my own life. And then I would, you know, make the most of the time I had with my daughter. And it was just back and forth between those things. And I just never really, really thought about it, you know, and even, even, you know, and again, it's, it's, it's changing a little bit, you know, cause my daughter's a tween and, you know, she cares, you know, a little bit less about spending time with me, but I always knew it would be that way. So that's why I invested so much of me in that relationship with her in these younger years. And now I feel like I'm coming up on my time where, you know, I'll, I'll make the choice to, you know, I'll, I'll feel like I can start dating again. Um, yeah. And yeah. I, I can imagine it being hard because, as we mentioned a little bit earlier at the beginning of the episode, that, you know, you have to be compatible in your relationship as two adults, right? But then you also have to find some kind of compatibility in this new partner and your daughter now. It's not just you that you're thinking about, you know, who can I live the rest of my life with? It's who's also going to love my daughter, you know, um, because she's already there. Do you do you find that extra pressure when you're when you're looking to date? Or when, when you start dating again in the future, will you have that extra pressure? I, I'm not so sure. And, and, and I know people kind of talk about this, but I, but I think I'm in the minority about this one. Um, you know, a lot of times pe- in, in the dating world, you know, single parents, when you're dating a single parent or two single parents are dating, one of them will say, right, my, my child comes first, you know, and right. I've never been comfortable with with that statement, right? And, and the way I see it is this: you know, my daughter is my most important responsibility, but I'm not going to ever put her before a significant other, right? I can I know myself, and I can give them both amazing quantities of love, right? So I don't need to put one first or or one second. And when I think about compatibility with my child, I feel like. First of all, I'm not going to introduce you to my child until I know we have something solid. And right. if we've gotten to the point where we have that, I'm not worried about whether you're going to get a- along with my child or she'll get along with you. Um, to be quite frank, and in some ways, I don't—not that I don't care what my daughter thinks—but I don't think she's of you know a, a mature mind to be able to say you know why I, I need to like her for these. These are the right reasons to approve or like the person my parent is dating right so sure. i think it's just i think you if you focus on the the relationship itself everything kind of kind of falls out of there and it'll be ultimately be the right thing for you and your and your child yes i yes i i think that's a, a very fresh perspective to have on it and you know i think I think you're not i mean maybe you're in the minority but i definitely think you're definitely not the only one who who feels that way or thinks that way um you know just even if someone is you know, yeah, anyone who's looking for a new relationship, um, you know, when kids are already present, it's, um, you know, there there has to be a certain aspect where you can give to both. And there has to be a certain point where you do start looking at yourself saying, well, I need to be happy too, right? Or I need yes. to be with someone too. So, um, but let's talk a bit about just fatherhood in general. Again, this is the Father's Day, you know, episode. And I want to talk a little bit about 
dads. And I feel like sometimes dads get a bad rap (laughs) to a certain extent. I know I've seen you talk about it on social media. You know, dads are kind of known to be the head of the household, yet sometimes aren't looked as the primary parent at times, you know, and I don't know why that happens in our society. I don't know how that ever really came about. But, you know, there's memes where you'll see moms, you know, being sleep deprived saying, I don't need to sleep like a baby. I just want to sleep like my husband. Right. Because (laughs) and, and the dad's like, you know, peacefully sleeping and the mom's taking care of the kids in the middle of the night and, you know, all of that. And there's a million of them out there. And I know you had recently gone on a trip with your daughter and we're getting questions, you know, wondering, you know, where the mom was and, you know, that it seemed obscure that a dad would be traveling with a daughter by themselves. And I know, you, you know, I know, you know what I'm talking about with the trip. So yes. can you just describe what that feels like and, you know, maybe give some insight from a father's perspective of, you know, why that is the way it is in, in our society? And just, I don't know, any thoughts on that? Yeah, for sure. I, I have a lot of thoughts and, and I just want to pause for a second. And um, something came to me as you were, as you were speaking about, um, you know, the, the, all the memes and the, and the funny parenting content you see out there. And, you know, I love that stuff. And um, it's been very, very therapeutic for me, very entertaining, you know. Um, but I just want to point out that what I do is, is different. And I, I'm, I love humor, um, and people tell me I'm funny and got, you know, good stories, but I, I focus my content more on the, the underlying feelings, emotions, you know, perspectives, right? So sure. You know, I've had these, this happen to me where I'm out and I, you know, I get the, you know, you know, why are you alone? You know, vacation, you're traveling with your daughter, you know, and I could, I could, you know, turn that into something, something funny and relatable, but I like to, to dig a little bit deeper. So I, I appreciate you asking this question. Um, and I, and I don't have all the answers, but to me, you know, this is, it's a product of years and years of fathers, you know, not taking an equal role in parenting, you know, whether that was, you know, cultural, you know, genetic, it's, it was a personal choice, you know, whatever it may be. Right. So in turn, society has come to view the mother as the, as the primary parent for me. I don't really get caught up in that. You know, it, it, it definitely shows its face sometimes and what people say to me or how I'm treated. But, um, you know, some people just don't know anything else, right? They don't have right. that experience. So they make assumptions, um, you know, and I don't, again, everyone's different, but I don't necessarily take take it as someone being inconsiderate. I just, I'm like, they don't have the, the, the pers- perspective or the knowledge to be able to relate to, you know, what I'm doing, you know, and how, I, how I choose to be as a father. Um, you know, one of my biggest motivators uh, in starting to write about my experience as a single parent was to show the world that dads can be some incredible parents, right? And this is my way of advocating for equal parenting rights, which is, you know, just being the best parent I can be living in the moment, talking about it, Right. And, and hopefully, you know, changing some some viewpoints along the way. Yes. And I think you're doing exactly that. And, you know, even just and maybe because I'm a mom, I don't know if it's just the messages from society or the ones that we hear, or the ones that I see, the one the ones that Instagram gives me on my feed. I'm not sure. Uh-huh. But, you know, I just feel like when 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 an image comes up, speaking of memes and whatnot, when images come up of single parenting, you do see it often as the mom and the mom, you know, working full time, struggling with multiple children, you know, this and that, and worrying about her own mental health. You don't see a lot of dads out there. At least I haven't. 
Um, and I think it does lead a really fresh perspective that dads, you know, are love their children. They are involved. They they can be very dynamic parents. And I feel like, like I said at the beginning, that they just kind of get a bad rap that they are the secondary parent. And I, I want to do something to change that. So I'm glad that you're taking initiative and putting your voice out there to, to show that. Uh, because I think, I, I wish more dads did, to be honest. Um, and I wish more moms would allow more voices from their from the dads to come out, if that makes sense. So um, yeah. I, I think you're on a good path with that, you know, but what what advice would you have for other dads out there raising their daughters or raising just their children in general? Could be a son, too. But, um, you know, on that note, what advice do you have for dads out there to take a more primary role with their children and in, in, in their families? Yep. So, you know, it's funny, my my dad um, I, I just, I just learned this from him. Like, I'm like, uh, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years ago. I guess, I guess it's pretty long ago now. Cause my daughter's a little bit older. Um, I'm one of six kids. I have, I have three sisters and two brothers. So it's three and three. And my dad always said he enjoyed raising his daughters more than his sons. Oh, and, um, you know, and I asked, asked some questions around that back in the day. And I, and I, I kind of, I, I heard what he was saying, you know, he, I remember him telling me, you know, there, there was just something about, you know, pushing my, my little girl in a shopping cart, you know, at the grocery store down the aisle and everyone looking at us and, you know, smiling. And, uh, you know, I, as I raised a young daughter myself, I, I got to see the, see that and experience it. Um, you know, I, I, I really, I mean, again, everyone is, is so different and, you know, people have a lot going on in their lives and, and different interests and, and so on. You know, my, my advice really for, for dads, you know, raising daughters and or sons is, is to be present, you know, and I, I know we hear that a lot, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's fully engaging and making sure you're, you're present in in all ways. Um, it's, you know, it's trying to relate to the different interests and feelings your, your children have, right. It's, it's, you know, and I, and I say these things like, gosh, should, d d doesn't everyone already know this? Right. But it's like, you know, playing with them, showing them affection, you know, traveling with them. Right. But, you know, sometimes I forget that, you know, not everyone's is like myself and not everyone embraces as, as much as I do. But for me, that is the, is the number one thing you can do, um, you know, is, is, is be present. Oh my gosh. A hundred percent. I was smiling when I heard you say that. Cause you know, I, like I said, I, I, you know, I encourage parents to do that. Um, you know, any parent, any caregiver to, to do that. And I think in our day and age and the technology type world we live in and the fast paced driven world we live in, it's hard to do that sometimes. I think, you know, to, to pause and to take a moment and have those mindful intentional moments is harder and harder in the world we live in these days yes. than and let's say when we were kids, you know, and didn't have all this other stuff, um, you know, I feel like it's it's harder to do in our society these days. And so I'm so glad that you that you mentioned that. And I think it's it's phenomenal advice. <clears throat> so I just, I'll, I'll, oh sure, can, go I, ahead. can I follow up on that real quick? Sure. Yeah. So you know, again, and I, I just want to you know explore this. You know what what it means to 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 be present, right, and and stay present, right. And we talked about you know doing activities and you know having conversation and you know showing them love. Um, 
you know, and again, this this is a bond that, that can be created in a, in a two-parent household too. And we talked about, you know, the value of one-on-one time. And, you know, I'm always preaching to my friends who are parents that, you know, I, you know, they're, they're still married, right? Still find that time to do that. Just take a one-on-one because it really enhances the relationship and creates a special bond. But when talking about presence, you know, it's, it's, it's not always, you know, you know, doing something or, you know, getting down and playing a, you know, a board game with them, you know, it's, it's going to things, right? It's, you know, going to the doctor's appointment, right? Going to the dance practice, you know, going to the school event where you show up to see their art project, you know, that falls over, you know, a minute after you look at it and then 10 (laughs) minutes later you're leaving the school. Right. And, you know, for, for me, you know, my, my ex moved, you know, almost an hour away. Right. So that's where my, my daughter goes to school. And so, you know, when the school invites us to come in for, you know, 20 minutes to, for them to present their, you know, whatever it may be, I have to drive an hour there for 20 minutes and drive an hour back. And I remember, and again, this is a, a really big challenge for single parents. And I, I, for myself specifically, like over the years, now that I've been doing this for so long, like I'm, <laughs> I'm burning out. And there's times where I'll tell myself, I don't want to get up and go do that. Right. And I, and I, in some ways I hate to admit that, but you know, to, to drive two hours when I've been doing this for several years, you know, for, for 15 minutes, I'm kind of like, you know, is there value in that? You know, but I, yeah. I ultimately, ultimately I know, I know there is right. Because she sees me being present. So being present isn't actually just is interactions. It's, it's, it's them, the, the kids seeing you there because that builds affinity, you know, in your relationship and trust. And that's so key to everything else we talked about, about them opening up and trying to talk about things and such. So um, that'll be a, a challenge for, for single parents is the additional driving and this and that. And you'll want to say I'm too tired, but I encourage all everyone to, you know, <laughs> get in the car and go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, that is just such, honestly, like that's probably one of the best pieces of advice I've, I've, I've heard. Um, at least for the, anyone who listens to this podcast, I feel like that is just such a gem of it of advice. And, you know, and I think, I hope it's been easier since the pandemic, because I know beforehand, you know, to be able to go to all those extracurricular activities is harder, especially if you have a nine to five job and you can't get time off and you can't leave early and, you know, there's limitations. But I think the pandemic showed a lot of professions um, and many professions that you can you know, leave a little early so you can catch your kid's soccer game or that, you know, a piano recital or whatever the case is, and that you can still be an effective um, employee and still be able to work from home or work remotely or whatever the case is. And I hope that opened up a few more doors for any parents and especially single parents that don't have that extra help that do want to be present and be there for their kids and also have a job too. Um, so I, I, I can't agree with what you just said more. And I just, yeah, I want to spotlight it and put it, you know, in, in big, bright neon uh, <laughs> letters yeah. in New York City so everyone can see it in Times Square, you know, because um, I, I think it's important. And I don't want people to feel guilty either if they can't do some of those things. Like if they really, truly want to be there for their kids and they can't, I get it. And I, you know, don't want anyone to feel guilty about that. But if you can, like you said, even if you're tired or you've had a bad day or you feel like this is, you know, only 10 minutes and, you know, but it means so much to those kids um, that if you can do it, 
find a way to do it. I think it's, it's imperative, you know, like you said. So great advice. Good, good. Yes. Um, okay. I know we're running out of time. I know we have so much to talk about, but I just want to hit on co-parenting real quick because I know um, when I was letting people know I was interviewing you today, um, we had some some questions about co-parenting since it seems like, you know, in the society we live in these days, it does come up a lot. So, um, and again, you're in a very unique situation, you know, being a single dad and also a co-parent at times. So, um, what I want to know is if you have any recommendations on co-parenting, um, you know, you might, some people might assume that it might make parenting decisions easier because you're at times the only parent with your daughter, but then other times, you know, since you don't live in the same home, there may be times that you need to be on the same page as her mom, um, and make joint decisions based on, you know, whatever it is that's going on in her life. So what are, what's, what's the good, the bad, and the ugly with that when it comes to co-parenting and being on the same page and making decisions together? How does that work and how do you make it work? Sure. So, you know, for starters, um, I think people, you know, need to, who are, who are new to single parenting or are about to become a single parent, right, need to understand that it takes time to get past the emotions of a, of a breakup or divorce, right, and, and figure out how to handle those interactions going forward, you know, to be able to focus on what is best for the kids, right? So that is the I don't know if you've heard this before, but that is the most important thing I use to guide my co-parenting, right? It's that do what is in the best interest of your children. I think the first time I, my, my attorney told me that when we were going through court, and that's stuck with me since since that day. And all decisions fall out of that, right? And, and you know, keep me with a clear conscience for the most part, right? And it also helps me tolerate and handle conflict more more effectively because I'm you know, where we, you, you can tell something's brewing and I'm like, you know, what's best for my daughter? What's best for my daughter? What's best for my daughter? Right. And right. You, using that to, to, you know, respond and, you know, uh, effectively in that situation. Um, you know, I think having a co-parenting agreement is key, you know, whether that's, you know, you know blessed, you know, quote unquote, through the courts or through a, through mediation or whatever it may be, um, because it's a, it's a fallback if you can't agree. And, you will inevitably not agree on something. Um, I le- I've learned that over time. You know, everyone does co-parenting differently. Um, I tend to think it's best to keep it transactional. And what I mean by that is keep it about the kid or the kids. No talk about, you know, hey, you know, remember we used to hang out with Tom and, you know, Jane together. You know, what are they doing these mm, days? You know, right. or uh, remember when we used to you know, have this special memory and I thought, you know, I'm like, eh, you know, tried that for a little bit and, you know, it, it didn't quite work. And so I, I, over time I learned just to kind of keep it, okay, this is what we're doing with our daughter. Okay. Bye. Right. You know, because sure. another, another part of this and, and the importance of, of doing it that way is because when we split, you know, we went into this saying, we're going to still to get together as a family and we're going to still do things together. And that, you know, and then, you know, she starts dating someone. And it's like, how, how is this, you know, man going to feel when, you know, we're still, again, some people may be okay with that, right? It didn't seem to, to work in our situation. And the reality is, you know, new love interests appear. And I think it's important to, you know, respect their feelings in this, right? So right. I kind of take the, the general overall approach of, you know, just keep it about the kid. Um, you know, when, when my daughter's with me, it's, 
you know, and I'm the only one in charge, right? It's it's easier for sure, right? I I would think any decision would be that way when there's less people, you know, involved to align to, right? Um, right. We, you know, we still make a lot of decisions uh, as co-parents regarding your health or school activities and, you know, and finances, you know, but it's it's become, and I used to worry about, you know, the things her mom would say to her when she was at her mom's because it wasn't the way I handled, handled it in my household. And after a few years, I was like, I can't worry about that, right? It's it's the, the things that are out of your control, right? Sure. For, you know, for, and I'm not saying this happened in my situation, but you know, for example, you know, um, you know, the other parent let the the child watch an R-rated movie, right? Right. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, you you're 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 pissed off about it, but you know, do you wanna do you wanna you know have that battle, right? Is it is it worth it? Can you change it? You know, because again, you're you're a different type of parent than than your your ex is or was, exactly. right? And so sure. you have to, you have to respect that, you know, and you you try your best. If, if if there are things that potentially endanger our daughter's like you know health and welfare, I'll, I'll step up and say something. But other than that, those little things, I'm like, no, you, you know, when she's in her household, it's it's her rules, you know, and we'll support each other when we when we ask of each other. But when when she's with me, she's you know you know with my rules, right and. Uh, I, I, the, you know, in summing this all up, I would just say to, to, to everybody is it, it takes a lot of time. And I don't talk about weeks 